Hey, 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 this is your host, Alicia, of the podcast formerly known as The Book of Alicia. So yes, 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 The Book of Alicia has changed its name to Momming, Wifing, and Queening Podcast. We are still going to talk about womanhood, motherhood, and wifeyhood, and everything in between, but I'm just so happy to take on this new journey with you while I empower women to not get lost in whatever roles they are assigned, but to queen them, okay? I may not know everything, but I know some things, so we're going to talk about some things, okay? But before we dive in today, I want to make sure you are able to reach me on social media because guess what I have changed my social media handles as well so you can follow me on Instagram at the Alicia Shaw and that's at T-H-E-A-L-E-S-H-A-S-H-A-W and like my Facebook page the Alicia Shaw you can also follow my blog at www.aliciashavon.com that's www.aleshashevon.com where you're able to get a glimpse of my life and thoughts as well as purchase things like books and shirts I have available on my site. So all y'all ready? Let's get it in. Okay, you guys, on today's episode, I have my friend, Ebony Mays, who's going to be sharing her story from tragedy to triumph. Ebony is a native of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and is currently residing here in Delaware. She's a devout Christian and a loyal member of her local church since 2015. She has served in various ministries within her church, such as Christian Education, The Greeters, and Evangelism Ministry. In June 2021, she was featured in the anthology, The Courage to Be Free, which is an international bestseller. Also in June 2021, she launched her very own podcast, Shining Bright Within, in which she encourages and uplifts people with positivity and much joy. She has an extraordinary passion for the Lord, and she shares her spiritual gifts with everyone she meets. After the tragic loss, loss of her son in 2021, She has developed a strong passion for a grieving society and to be a guiding light for Christ. Her main goal is to share her love for Jesus with everyone in the world. Ebony has worked 20 years, over 20 years in the healthcare and is currently employed in cardiology. She is currently looking into becoming a Christian counselor to help mothers who are grieving their children's loss and have them see God in the midst of their pain. Ebony is a mother of two beautiful children. Jabri, who was deceased in 2021, and Ariana. She enjoys spending time with her daughter while providing her with unconditional love and guidance. Ebony also enjoys reading, writing, and spending quality time in the presence of the Lord. Ebony's vision is to use her God-given gift of evangelism for motivating and empowering women. Her gifts create an environment to help promote change. She excited. She is excited to be used by God as a conduit on the earth to foster life-changing experiences in women. I'm so excited to share with you guys this interview with my friend who I've come to know and love, Ebony Mays. Let's get it in. Okay, so it's Alicia back with another episode of Mommy, Wiping, and Queenie. And today I have a very special guest, Ebony Mays, who is I met her through my church family. So she's a part of my church family. She's also a, pra- a part of my prayer circle. And I wanted her to come on today because she is a mother who is queening it. And we haven't had an episode of anyone who has talked about 
tragedy and, and experiencing tragedy um, in motherhood. So I want her to come on and share her story with you guys and how she's been able to go from tragedy to triumph. So Ebony, could you go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience and share your story with us, how you were able to overcome tragedy to um, and to living in triumph and just tell us a little bit about your background and who you are and all that good stuff. Um, but hi, first, well, you know, thank you, Alicia, for having me on your show. I really appreciate it so much. Uh, but I am Ebony. Um, as Alicia stated, you know, I've known Alicia for a few years now. We met church, you know, in our church and um, we became, you know, in a group of women who do prayer calls. Um, so it's been a blessing. She's definitely doing her thing and I'm so super proud of her. Um, in terms of myself, uh, I am a single mother um, of two children. I have an 18 year old and I had a 22 year old and I will talk about that. And that's the topic of this discussion from going from tragedy to triumph. I currently work in healthcare. I love what I do. I love helping people. I love being there for people. I love encouraging people. I love uplifting people. I love seeing people progress into their purpose and doing, you know, doing what I can to help them along the way. Um, I am, um, I'm, I want to start doing things to help um, grieving mothers. That has become something that I have a desire to do. So I'm thinking of ways to help women get through this process of, of pain. So uh, I keep talking about, you know, I talked about my, you know, me having a son and I would talk about the tragedy to triumph. So tragedy to triumph came to my mind literally two days after I got a phone call that my son was murdered. My son was killed on Father's Day of June, 2021. He was only 22 years old. I got that phone call at 7.30 in the morning and my whole world ended. However, my faith still remained strong. So as I got that call, no, I didn't know what I was gonna do. I didn't know how I was gonna do. I didn't know how I was gonna even live because every breath of me was knocked out of me at that, that very second. But I remember as I was being surrounded by people coming to the house once they got the news that my son was, you know, was, had passed. I remember there was a moment at around 9.30 in the morning, I had looked at one of the reverends who was at my home and I said to her, I wanna watch church. And that's because even in my pain, I knew where my help came from. I knew what I needed at the time. So I did that. Now, don't get me wrong. There's been many days where things are dark. There's times when I just really wish that this was not my story. But as time has progressed, and because of my faith, and because of my strength in God and my belief in God, I have been able to take this and use it for my purpose. So when we are, you know, what I've been thinking about as I was preparing for this interview was that 
when we go through tra tragedy, that tragedy is something that we can take for and use for our purpose. I've always asked God, what is my purpose? What is my purpose? What is my purpose? But the day I lost my son, not the day, I'm not going to say the day, but I'm going to say maybe that week, I realized my purpose is that I have to show other mothers who are losing children every day that there is a God and he is he is in control and he will see you through. There's no way that he's going to let you be alone through this whole thing. He's right there with you. Every tear that you cry, he's wiping those tears. Every time your heart is breaking, he's mending that broken heart. So as I go through my journey of grief, because I go through it, I, I have so many days where I just want to throw in the towel and say, God, I can't take this pain. But he says that he is close to the brokenhearted and he shall mend our hearts. So at the end of the day, I know that I stand on the word of God and that's what gets me up every day. So when I think of going from tragedy to triumph, I, you know, what they, the Bible tells us that, you know, what the enemy meant for, for bad, God would turn it around for our good. And yeah. when that happened to me, I was doing so much for the Lord. I was doing so much. I had just started my own podcast, Shining Bright Within, on Anchor FM. And I was creating uh, inspirational bookmarks. I was giving out. I was praying with people. I was encouraging people every single day. So it was, I was working for the Lord. And then boom, here come the bomb. But at the end of the day, I'm a woman of God. And God said that with me, all things are possible. As I'm thinking when I lost my son, how am I going to survive? How am I going to live? That was my baby. That was my firstborn. That was mine. And all yeah. of a sudden it's gone. How am I going to yeah. live with that God? But God said, take this and use it because I have given you something. I have given you me. And because mm. you have me, you can get through this and you will get through this. So today, as I'm standing here today, I, I, I got back on my podcast. I, I didn't even touch my podcast for a year because at the time I was so afraid, like, okay, God, if I do anything for you, what else is going to come? Mm. And that's just how my brain thought. It thought if I do one more thing for one you, thing. how what how how what else is going to come my way? What am I going to What's going to be my loss? Like what yeah. am I going to lose? What am mm. I going to lose? And I said, I was afraid. I was afraid. I didn't do any more bookmarks. I didn't do uh, anything. I didn't even write. And I love writing. I couldn't even write my own. I couldn't write. Even if I thought about writing something about my journey and what I'm going through and the different stages of grief and how I'm going through each stage. Some days I go through them all. Some days I go through one at a time and just all of this. I'm, I'm like, Lord, I just need to be putting this on paper, but it couldn't come out mm -hmm. because as I'm thinking, Lord, if I do one more, I have only one child left now. Mm -hmm. Please don't let nothing happen to her. You know? So as I thought about that, I said, Lord, I, I can't. But, you know, as I continue to pray and seek God in everything, 
I would, this journey is a very lonely journey. Uh, and I say that because people don't know what to say. People don't know what to do. How do you comfort a mother who just lost her child? What do you say to them? So a lot of people kind of back off, but God comes forward. And I had to look at that like, okay, well, God, you're moving in a way that I, I have to see you in the midst of this. So you might've pushed all those people away so I can see you because the yeah. word tells us that the joy of the Lord is our strength. He wanted me to find my joy. And once I found my joy, I knew it was because of him who was strengthening me every single day. So as I spent more time in my word, as I spent more time praying, as I spent more time meditating, as I just spent more time talking to God, crying to God, I even asked God all the time, why did you take my baby away? Why? But he don't have to answer me because what he does, he does in his will and in his way. And I had to come to grips with that. But he did remind me to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So at the end of the day, my son, who I lost at 22, has an eternal life in paradise with God. What better place to be? What better place to be? And that's how I feel as a mother. Um, I, I, the tragedy, yes, is there. It's still there. It's going to always be there. But I'm, I'm moving away because I'm doing things because I want to please God. And I want to see my son again. So I'm doing things that God has me directed to do. So I got back on the podcast. I use the podcast as a platform of talking and encouraging anyone who is going through any kind of loss. Yes, my loss is death. My loss is the death of a child. Mm -hmm. But loss comes in so many different forms. People lose homes, jobs. They lose their self-identity. They lose their their worth. Their their you know their uh, worth. I can't get the worth. word out. I apologize. The worth. Um, they lose their spirituality. They lose a lot. People are going through so much and there's so much pain in this world. So if I can take what I have been given from God to help me push through the pain and press through it all, then I, that's my, my voice that needs to be heard. And that's why I use my, my podcast for now. That's my platform to say, hey, I know you're going through it. I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt, wrote the book, but you can get through this too. You know, God is a God who is all, he, he tells us in his word, he would never leave us nor forsake us. That means he's right there with us every step of the way. He is our comforter. He's our peacemaker. He's given me so much peace in this journey. Sometimes I shock mm -hmm. myself. When I wake up, I'm like, whoa, you really got yourself together. You know, I put, when I put my feet on the God I, ground, I know that's God. He's telling me, put one foot in front of the other. There's been times when I couldn't get out the bed because I mourned my son so much. Mm. But God said, get up, get up. I got you, get up. If that means just go wash your face and brush your teeth and go back and lay down, but get up. I need you to rise up. Just like you told Lazarus, rise up from the dead. Mm. I can't stay still. I And so... As I'm moving forward in this, this, this journey, I look at the fact that yes, tragedy happened on June 20th, 2021. It happened, it's real, 
I saw my son in a casket. My son is home with me in, in ashes. It's real. It happened. I can't take it back. I can't reverse it. I can't do anything. It's real. But I said, God, use me in a way that I can help another mother. So when I hear on television about any mother that just lost a child or in, in, in that young football player when he was on the, on the field and his heart stopped and they're doing CPR, I went into that mother's mind. Mm. And I said, Lord, help her. Give her everything you have given me. From peace to comfort to just protection of you, your hands on me. Like, give her everything you have given to me. I pray, Lord, don't let another mother have to suffer in the pain that I have suffered. Because when you lose a child, that's, that's a whole part of you gone. I can't touch my son. I can't call him. I can't fuss at him. I can't braid his hair no more. I can't do anything. But if I could just pray for another mother that she doesn't have to go through that same agony, that same pain. But if she does, Lord, let her see you in the midst of it. Let her see mm -hmm. you in the midst of it. So as I'm going through tragedy to triumph, I went through my tragedy. I'm on my journey to triumph. I go to therapy. I highly, 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 highly recommend it for anybody. I don't, it, it, whatever your mental state is, whatever your emotion is, whatever you're going through, if you feel like you need to let it out and talk, please, I recommend therapy. I've been in therapy since October of 2021. And it has helped me tremendously. Yes, I go in there and I can't talk sometimes. But my therapist lets me know it's okay. She's taught me one thing. It's okay not to be okay. You don't have to always put on a smile and face. If you're hurting, you're hurting. You have every right. You have every right. But just don't stay there because you know who has you. When you know that you are held by God, that gives you some kind of supernatural strength and power that no one will ever understand. But you, not even you. I'm going to say not even you. So I say, as I go through this journey, I'm not fully at my triumph mark, but I'm very close. Because I'm, God is using me in a way um, that I don't even have to speak a word. When people see me, they cannot believe that I, when I open my mouth and I say, yeah, I lost my son almost, almost two years ago it's not two years yet almost two years ago they look at me in shock because I have allowed God to fully control my life and make himself seen through the midst of this I refuse to let let anything or anyone break me so I stand with God God is my anchor he is my foundation he is my stepping stone so when people see me, they see God. They don't see a crushed mother. They don't see a broken mother. They see a mother who has a purpose. And yes, I, I know that my purpose is to really let people just see who God is in the midst of their darkest moments of life. Yeah. And I will yeah. do whatever I can and whatever I need to do to do that.
So as I go on this, this, this journey of triumph, I just give God all the glory because he yeah. deserves, deserves it all. Yeah. And you know, as you, there was a couple of points that I was jotting down as you was talking, you were saying how during the time you didn't do the podcast for like a year, you stopped doing the, the book, the bookmarks and stuff like that. And it made me think about all the times that I was fearful of things were the things that God wanted me to pursue mm-hmm. that he wanted me to pursue and to be my purpose. And it was nothing but the devil making me fearful of those things because he knew the impact that I would have. And that's what I was thinking about you as well. Like your, your, your um, podcast was the outlet for you to reach other mothers or not even necessarily mothers, just people that are going through and being able to, um, like you say, find God in the midst of that, that thing. And the devil knew that that's why mm-hmm. he had you fearful of saying or doing anything that you were doing for God before, mm-hmm. because he knew if, 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 you did speak if you do those things the impact that you would have on other on other people and Mm -hmm. I that's why I said you're you're definitely what I was thinking you're definitely in your purpose and you're definitely in your lane because that's why you were fearful of that and I was also thinking about um when you're saying every time you see uh mothers who have are are the sons on tv that that have been either um sick or because like the football player he he ended up recovering but uh-huh. I know the one that came to my mind was the recent one. I think it was, yeah. I think his name is Ty or Tyr Nichols or Ty. I don't know how to pronounce his first name. Yeah. Tyree. Yeah. Nichols. Yeah. Tyree, yeah. Ni- yeah. Tyree Nichols. That came to my mind too. Cause I said, oh my gosh, this was another son who um, died at the hands of someone else and how, how the mother must be feeling because we see it often. We see it often on TV but you speaking about it just made me realize, yes, that is something very tra- tragic for a mother to not only experience, but it's all over. So mm-hmm. it's not going to be like she can go and, and um, you know, retreat or get whenever she l- look at her phone or turn on the TV, most likely she's going to see something pertaining to her son um, losing his life. Right. So when you were saying how you, you, the first thing you go into is prayer of, let God, uh, you know, give them comfort or, you know, don't let them feel how you're feeling. I said, that is why her voice needs to be heard because it ain't something that's um, abnormal. It's happening everywhere. It's happening and we see it on TV all the time. So your voice needs to reach those people so they can know this is what I experienced. This is what I'm going through. This is how I got through it. And that's why you was afraid. He was trying to shut you up and he was trying to get you to like, feel like I ain't going to do this because if I do this, something else bad is going to happen. No, he knew what your impact was going to be if yeah. you were to speak, you know, and get on, on your podcast. So that's what I was thinking about when you was, when you was talking, like, wow, this is your lean. He's trying yeah. to shut you up. And, and that's so true. Cause I'm um, even, you know, in reference to Tyree Nichols, when I heard that my heart, my heart goes out for any mother who has to experience any type of loss when it comes to their children. It's more children getting buried than parents are being buried. And that's very sad. Um, And and for me, because I experienced it and I'm still experiencing, I don't wanna make it sound like I'm I'm over it because I'm never gonna be over it. Um, But when I heard Tyree Nichols, so as I'm preparing for my next episode on my podcast, you know, the Holy Spirit told me, asked me, what would you say to that mother? What mm. words 
would you say to that mother? So as I'm preparing for my next episode, I am literally have to put myself back in my shoes again, shoes. which are never going to change. But I had to put my emotion back in. Mm-hmm. And I had to reflect back on that very day I got that phone call. What did I do? I fell to the ground. I screamed like nobody's business. And I had to kind of start thinking about what, what, what was next? What happened next? What did I do next? And yeah. I had to be 100% truthful. So in my, in, in, I can remember part of what I wrote. I said to her, as I'm addressing her, I had to be truthful. You're going to hurt. Mm. You're going to hurt. You're going to feel all kinds of pain. You want, your stomach is going to feel like you're giving birth again. That's the kind of pain mm. you're going to feel in your stomach because your body as a mother, you connect with your child when they're growing inside of you. So when your child is now birthed and becoming to a full adult and boom, something happens and they're no longer here, that birthing pain comes back because now your body's longing for that. So that's a, that's a pain that is, is unbearable. I said, you're going to cry tears. There's times I'm driving in my car and I just start crying. The tears come. And they feel hot, they feel warm, they burn in your face because you're just, your mind is not understanding why did this happen to me? Why did this happen to my son? When is all this violence going to stop so these young men can have lives to live? They're being taken away before they can even live. Yeah. So it's just so, it's heartbreaking. And I thought about, you know, what, what else would I tell her? Okay, well, I'm going to tell you, there's going to be times when you ain't not, you're not going to want to talk to nobody. You're going to be angry. You're going to be upset. You're going to be distant. You're going to be fearful. You're going to have all these emotions come up on you. But then I thought, but what did God do for you, Ebony? He showed me that he is the Prince of Peace. He showed me that he is the great comforter. He showed me that he is the great I am. He showed me that he is the creator of heaven and earth. He showed me that his word never comes back void. He showed me that he would never leave me nor forsake me. He showed me that his light is upon me. He showed me that I am anointed by his blood that has been poured on me. So as I'm looking at all of this, I said, okay, God, I know what I'll say to her. And there's words that I want, I just want, people or I want people period because people are hurting in so many different ways to just know that don't let this pain don't let whatever it is that is that is hurting you or breaking you or whatever whatever is going on do not let it stop you from looking at God God is the ultimate answer to this all the ultimate answer and as I think about it, it it just it, it it I'm just grateful to God I, I can't I just am you know I'm able to laugh I'm able to talk I'm able to walk I didn't pick up any bad addictions you know mm-hmm. uh, life could have been so much different for me this interview yeah. might not have even have happened because I could have been strung out on something 
I could have lost yeah. my mind. I couldn't even be here because there are people who commit suicide when the suicide is taken. Yeah. It's reality. But my reality is that I serve a Lord that is greater than all things. And my reality is that I have a purpose to serve for the kingdom of God. My reality is yes, I'm a mother whose heart is still broken to this day, but I know where my son is. I'm at peace in knowing where my son is. And that takes yeah. a lot for a mother to say. That takes a lot. I thought about that one night. I said, Eb, that's real crazy that you sit here and say that. But I, I'm mm -hmm. at peace when I say that because my baby is, he is in heaven. He got his own little mansion. He living his life. You know, he, he's happy. He's no more in pain. He's not worrying. He's not stressing, you know, and he has an unconditional everlasting love from his father in heaven. And he has his mother's love. That is, he, long as I keep my son's name active and alive, he's always with me. Yeah. So as a parent, that's what I want women. That's what I want mothers to see. That's what I want fathers to see. That's what I want siblings to see. When you lose a child, just know that as long as you keep their name going, you keep their spirit alive, they're always alive in you. I talk to my son like he here. Mm -hmm. And you know, sometimes it may sound crazy, but I'll sit there and I'll be like, boy, what is you doing? Or I'll say, watch over mom. I got to go somewhere. Watch my back. Be, with, be my guardian angel today. But I know he's my guardian angel every day. So, but the main thing is just knowing that he's with God. He's with God. What better place to be? He's not here suffering. He's not here trying to run from the police. He's not here worrying about if he get pulled over, what's going to happen to him. He's not mm. worrying about if he go in a store and somebody might rob him. He's not worried. All of that is no longer mm. purified. I remember, and, and I'm going to say this too. When we pray, God answers our prayers in his way, okay? So when I pray for my son, I remember praying, Lord, create him a clean heart, renew the right spirit within him. I believe it's in Psalm. So I prayed that prayer, or in Proverbs, sorry. I prayed that prayer so much. I prayed it every day. Lord, create him a clean heart, renew the right spirit within him. So of course, when my son passed away, I said, Lord, did you not hear my prayer? Mm. Did you not understand what I was saying? Like, I asked you to clean him up, not take him away. Right. God's way of doing things. And this is why we got to understand we serve a God who, 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 who is just amazing. Um, and it's crazy that I say this because, you know, I'm talking about my son passing. But when I finally thought about it and prayed about it, I got the revelation that God answered my prayer. I prayed that my son would be saved and redeemed and renewed. God answered my prayer, but it was in God's way. My son has a clean, pure heart right now. My son is saved and redeemed. My son is renewed in the spirit. So mm. God answered my prayer. So that's another thing I, I want people to say. When we yeah. pray, God hears us. But he's going to move in the way that he wants to move. 
And in yeah. his way, he knows what's best for his children. Those children are given to us, they're gifts, they're, we're borrowing them. But at the end of the day, they are his children. Yes. And when he's ready for his child, he's taking them home. So when mm. Jabri got called home, it was his time and his father wanted him back. How mm. can I go up against that? I just mm. live and I keep living. I keep praying. I keep glorifying God. I keep my son alive the best way I can. I, I memorialize him. I celebrate him. I talk with him. I just keep him here. He's not here as my therapist taught me. It looks different. They're not here in the physical, but he's here in the spiritual. It just looks yeah. different. Yeah. So that's what I'm getting to my triumph. Just staying close to God and allowing God to just use me. Use you. Yeah, yeah. What I wanted to ask you was, where do you see yourself in the next three to five years? Oh my gosh. Um, I see myself hopefully happily married by then. <laughs> um, no, I see myself really just being an advocate for grieving mothers, letting yeah. my light shine so that they too can see that they too can be healed and they will get through this. I see myself using my voice to touch many people any way I can. I just want to see people saved. I want to see people happy. And I want to see them trusting and believing and having faith in the Lord. Mm -hmm. So that's where I really see myself. I see myself just being a motivating speaker and helping. I see that. Yeah. I see that. <laughs> I definitely see some type of motivational um, speaking um, yeah. books. You know what, what, um, uh, I want to say it was maybe the night when we had gotten, gotten the news, we had prayer, had a prayer call for you and, um, Sasha, she mm -hmm. was, she prophesied that she saw books and she saw that you were going to be a voice for grieving mothers during that night. And I actually, it was something that I, I was like, yep, I definitely see that. I definitely see you being someone being that voice just because of your voice and just um how well you speak and how eloquently you speak and being able to just share your message I definitely see that happening or coming to pass some kind of way but I definitely see I definitely see that well, happening well you're not the first um, person I've been told that after I lost my son I've been told that I have many books coming out of me yes. um, I have many words and speaking engagements coming out of me um, I've, yes. I've been told these things. I've even been told I'll be creating a children's book and dedication of my mm. son. So I've been told these things. So we'll, I'm going to let God lead the way on that one. <laughs> oh my gosh. I can see it. I can see it. Um, if there was one thing in the world you would change, what would it be? And tell me why. Um, if I could change one thing in the world, I would say I would bring love back into the world. I would bring God back into the schools. I will bring mm. um, just peace all around. And it's because we live in such a dark world and everyone is, is really going through it. They're really going through it. And we don't know and we don't understand because we don't take the time to talk to people. Um, 
technology has taken over, cell phones has become a thing, and, and now people are texting and, you know, um, studying, calling and saying, hey, are you okay? You know, mm-hmm. uh, just taking the time to spend time with somebody. Hey, let's, you know, so I just want to bring back that unity once again. If I can change anything in the world, definitely remove all the violence. Um, this may sound harsh, but I think parents need to get back to discipline in their children. Um, it's a lot, it's a lot going on out here. And it's because a lot of these kids are misguided. Their parents mm-hmm. are so busy trying to be their friends or trying not to pay attention to what they're doing. Or in my situation, I was a single mother raising two children by myself. I had to work two jobs at one time and go to school so that I can get them a better life. So it's, it's just not enough. Um, these, these children, need, they need guidance. They need direction. They need leadership. And most of all, they need spirituality. Mm, they need spirituality. They need to know how to pray. They need to know how to confess. They need to know how not to lie. They need to learn how not to commit sin. You know, we already born sinners, but thank God for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He came so that we could be free of sin. So at the end of the day, we need to bring all of that back, all of it. You know, I look at our our, our higher ups, like our pastors, our priests and our, and, and, you know, and I'm like, what could they do? You know, they're doing already doing so much. They're on the pulpit. They're on the radio. They're on podcast. They're on TV. They're already doing so much. But what is it that we need to do to really mm-hmm. change the world? And it's everybody has to come together and represent love. Get rid of yeah. all the hate. Get rid of all the anger. Get rid of all the jealousy. Get rid of all of that, all of those things, and just bring back love. What happened to telling your fellow person, I love you? What Mm -hmm. happened to that? What happened to holding the door for somebody as they walk out or walk in? What happened to helping somebody with their groceries or walking, helping somebody across the street? You know, it's it's gotten, it's, it's sad. So if I could change anything, that's what I would change. I would bring back love. We need love. We need unity. We need peace. We really do. And I would bring it back all in the spirit of God because yeah. he needs, he is the ultimate one. He is the creator of everything. So yeah, that's, that's how I would change it. I was going to say that is a good one too, because I think I remember having a conversation years ago with a friend that was like, um, you know, when I have kids, I'm going to kind of let them find their own way. And, you know, I don't want to force religion down. I'm gonna, I want to let them feel. And I said, OK, so you're going to just let your child just be lost and just trying to figure out this world on their own. And yeah. I said, it sounds good for you to say you're not going to force religion or you're not you're going to let them find their way. But I said, at the end of the day. I know even if I didn't know it um, well enough, even if I didn't understand everything, if I wasn't given the foundation of church and um, God and Jesus Christ and all that type of stuff, I don't know where I would honestly be because I, that's what I that's what I fall back to every time. That's what I go yeah. to. So even if you feel like your child, um, 
that you don't want to force a relationship or you, even if you feel like your, your child may go astray or whatever, if you just give them the foundation, even if they go yep. astray, they're going to come back. So That's you just right. say, I'm going to give them the freedom, like freedom of what? Like you got to at least tell them about it. You got to at least tell them, you know, like give them something that they can always turn to or always have, even if, because there's moments, I, I agree, there's moments where you, you, when you're growing up, you might question, is this real? You know, is this, yeah. is, is it, are you who you say you are? Or you might just want to just dib, dibble and dabble and figure it out for yourself. But from what I've ex- experienced, what I've seen, people usually come back or either they just, they have their aha moment. Like, I got it. I get mm-hmm. it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But you have to give the foundation. You just can't say, I'm going to have a child and not have them know anything and just trying to figure out as they go along it's too much happening in the world for us to try to just hand it out just throw them out there and say you figure you figured out I mean you know I didn't I that this conversation is stuck with me because I'm like I couldn't imagine you know having children and not giving them something that they know any type of sense of spirituality that they can you know understand or just refer to because Mm -hmm. To me, that's the found. This is the foundation of being a good person, or just being yes. having morals. You know, just having being morals, able to, yep. yeah, yeah, and, and values. Um, yeah. I know you did talk about this, but I just wanted to. I just want to reiterate. I guess what is your, what are you most passionate about? What and why? <laughs> tell me more about your passions, because you. I can tell that most of it's coming from wanting to help even mothers, just wanting to help people that are going through loss. But what what are you really passionate about, and why? Um, that's it. That, that, that's, that's, it. It <laughs> that's it in a nutshell I don't have you know I didn't know what my passion was for a while I thought my passion was oh I, you know I, I'll be a good source of enlightenment to women and you know uh, then I thought about little girls you know who are suffering from low self-esteem help them build their esteem mm-hmm. up but God when he has he, his purpose for us he knows it and uh, he took this tragedy and is using it for my purpose. So I, my passion is truly about just letting, not even grieving mothers, because I, I don't want to kind of keep it on that topic. But that's yeah. the only reason why I say that is because with me being in that same category, um, yeah, I can relate. You know, it's yeah. one thing when, you know. It, if it was another mother, if I didn't lose my son and I'm talking to another mother and she's like, oh my goodness, I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, I lost my child. I'm like, uh, I don't know. You know, I could just yeah. tell you to pray and I got you. I'm going to cover you in prayer and things like that. But what do you do? But as the person who's lived it, yeah. um, it gave me a different sense of, of life. If I can yeah. touch any mother, if I could, you know, I honestly, when I, when I heard about that, um, I don't know if y'all remember when that, that shooting in the, in the school, I think it was in, um, Texas or somewhere, but it mm-hmm. was a while ago, yeah. but it wasn't too long after I lost my son and it was seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 year old kids that were murdered at mm-hmm. that school. Mm-hmm. I instantly, my heart just dropped. And I said, Lord, what can I do? And he said, send them a card to each and last one of the mothers, letting them know Mm. they're not in this alone. And so I reached out. I did end up calling the the secretary of state up there. I called a couple of people and left very detailed messages. But 
no one ever got back to me because I was going mm. to just write all the cards and put them in one big envelope and mail them out because that's mm-hmm. what was in my heart. So when they didn't get back to me and I'm like trying, I'm like, okay, God, I don't know what to do. I can't get on a plane and drive up there, you know, go up there. Yeah. So yeah. Um, he said, well, just cover the mothers. Cover the mothers in prayer because they don't understand why this happened. Just like you didn't understand why it happened. They don't know how to breathe, just like you didn't know how to breathe. So pray and cover them. And so at that moment is when I knew that this is where I want to be. If I could find a way, every time I see on the news, if I could find a way to get to that mother immediately. Because it's one thing to be there and not know what to do, but it's one thing to be there and know what to do. And because I have experienced this this, this pain, I want to be there for another mother as she's going through the pain. As much as it might hurt me, but it's not about me. We're not Mm. put on this earth for us. We're put on this earth to help other people. So it's about taking myself out and helping someone else. So my passion is truly to help a grieving mother. I want her to see that she still has a life. She has, still has life to live. Yes, losing your child, you feel like your whole world's gone. You feel like the whole world is in, came, came crumbling under your feet, no matter how many kids you have. You know, that one child that is no longer here, that's, that's your whole world gone. But I want them to know that they still have to live. You still have to breathe every day. Some days I remember I wouldn't even breathe. I'll be laying there and I'll be holding my breath, not even realizing I'm doing it, but it hurts so much to even take a breath. I want them to feel that they're not in this alone. They have someone that will help. If I could get resources, if I can find ways to have groups. I mean, I'm in a, a couple of, grieving mother groups that have really been supportive and helpful and I'm, I'm really active in one of them in Chester and um, it's called Sunflowers and Lemons and um, it's really we have really nice events very emotional events and I've met different women you know what way to come together and support and, and comfort each other as we all are mourning the same type of loss you know mm-hmm. so if my passion is to really just get out there and just just try to help as many mothers as I can. I don't know if God has in my plan to start my own organization. I don't know. Whatever he has for me, I will follow it and take it. Because uh, I do want mothers to know that they're not in this alone. And I'm going to, one thing about me, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh yeah, you'll be fine by, by June and your child just mm-hmm. died in April. I'm not doing that. I'm going to tell you, it's going to last a lifetime. Don't even get comfortable because it's going mm. to come. Sometimes I walk out in my room and I look at my son's urn and I'm just, I just literally stand there and just cry. It's going to mm. come. I smell his blanket just so I can get a scent of him. I have all my son's belongings in storage. I will never let go of that stuff. So there's, you know mm. what I'm saying? There's things that you yeah. just, you have, you know, you're going to live with. You're going to live with it. But if I could just be a comfort to you to and letting them know, you know, and mm-hmm. giving them the giving them the word of God. 
God is the ultimate light. He will outshine any darkness that comes upon us. Just letting them see that. Just letting them see that light. Just that little tinkle of a light. That's all you need to see. So mm. that's, that's yeah, what my question is. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's actually, I'm glad you said that because I think that that's what a lot of people struggle with is feeling like there's no light at the end of the, tu the tunnel. And it's kind of like, where do I go from here? But if, if if you can just hold on to just even a little bit. Mm -hmm. Just hold on. Yep, just don't ever let go. That's my biggest, don't ever let go. Even when you're sitting there and you're crying and you see nothing but blurriness and you don't see nothing or you don't hear nothing, you don't feel nothing, just 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 look for that little twinkle. It, all you need is a little twinkle. Just like they say, you, all you need is you know the face of a, um, of a mustard seed. Mustard seed. All you need is that little sparkle of a light. Mm -hmm. Because that mm -hmm. light is so bright, even that little sparkle, it will help bring down some of that, it, it will help give you some comfort. You know, there's times I remember lying in my bed in the dark and I will cry and cry and cry. But as I keep saying, Lord, help me, help me, comfort me, Lord, help me. I could feel his spirit coming around. Mm -hmm. I don't have to see the light because at that point I'm feeling it, you know? Yeah. So that's what I want them to see. I just want them to see God in the midst of their pain. Mm -hmm. Don't look at your pain as the end. It's not the end. Take your pain and press through it. Press through it. That's the best advice I can give anybody. Press through that pain. There is victory on the other side. There's victory. You're going to always miss your child. You're going to always mourn your child. But there's victory. And that victory is that you'll be able to get up. You'll be able to get yourself together. You'll be able to go to work. You'll be able to work very diligently. You'll be able to come home, take care of your family, all in the midst of your pain because you're pressing through it all. So that's, mm -hmm. that's the best advice I have. But that's my passion. My passion is to get them there. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I appreciate you for sharing your story. Um, I don't think I have, I don't, I haven't, I have had anyone to actually talk about that side of motherhood, I would say, because um, I do, I do see it happening too often in the news. And when I know, when I heard about um, your son, it hit me like, <laughs> I remember getting the phone call as well. And I was, I was with my husband we had just had Father's Day breakfast or something and mm -hmm. it hit me, you know? So I'm like, I can only imagine. I, 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 I can't, I couldn't imagine, but to be honest, yeah. I, I, I couldn't imagine what you could have been feeling, but I knew my heart just went out to you because you talked about your son um, yeah. a couple of times with us. So it was just one of those things where I just like, I, I I couldn't imagine how how you felt or what you would have been would have been experiencing, and that's why I wanted you to kind of talk about it um on the on the podcast because I I know there's other people who have experienced or have gone through or are going through at this very moment and don't have anyone um don't have a comforting voice to tell them that you're gonna you're gonna be able to get through this you're gonna be able to still live so I appreciate you for just sharing I I, I admire your your strength I admire like everything about how you have been able to um just live after such an experience because 
I couldn't imagine. And I, I, I tried so hard to like put myself in your shoes. Um, and that, that was even hard to do, to be honest. I was like, oh, I don't even, I don't even know how, I don't even want to put myself there. So yeah. it, it made me look at you, like your strength and just your, your ability just to, like you say, just keep living. I admire that so much. So I thank you for being, just being able to share and just talk with not just me, but with um, those listening of your experience and just how you're able to just, hey, I can see the God in this. Because not a lot of, I know some people can be just as religious and spiritual as they can, but I don't know as many people that can say, I can see God in this situation. Yeah. Especially, you know, for a child, you know what I mean? I don't see, how, I don't see many people being able to do that. So I definitely, yeah. um, admire that and I want to ask you like is there anything before I let you go like is there anything that you want to leave us with or you want to share as like your last words um to the audience don't give up don't don't allow the enemy anymore Mm. don't allow him anymore you're gonna hurt yes you're gonna cry Yes. You want to have pain? Oh, yes. But know that God is the ultimate healer. He will heal all of those things. He heals the brokenhearted. So my words are press through the pain. You will get through it. Take everything that you're learning and bless someone else. Mm -hmm. Bless someone else. Um, pray with someone, encourage someone, uplift someone, even in the midst of your pain. Because believe it or not, I do that every day. There's days I send out text messages to, I send out text messages to five different groups every day. And some days I just got finished crying because I woke Mm. up with tears in my eyes and I just got finished praying and telling my son how much I miss him and how much I need to smell him and I need to hear his voice and I need him to come in my dream, just praying. And then I sit up on my bed and I send out words of encouragement. That's what we have to do. You got to press through it. So tragedy, there is, when you have tragedy, you will have triumph as long as you press through the pain. Yes, yes. Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Ebony. I enjoyed you on the show. I thank you for even like being strong and bold bold enough to have a conversation with me or just to talk about um, your tragedy to triumph. Um, I think it's, I just, I commend you because I think it's something that people don't, I I guess, um, like I said, I see things on the news, but I don't really see the other side like how people are really dealing with like how are you really dealing how are these parents really dealing with this like and so to hear your side of it really opens my eyes because at the end of the day you do have to see God in it you, you do have to, to see like yeah. yeah like you do have to see okay God this mm-hmm. is what you handed me this is what happened mm-hmm. what do you want me to do with this how do I how, where am I supposed to go with this so like just even gosh like even like you said, when you were saying that whole year when you didn't, that was that was you being silenced and you not and and the enemies feeling like I don't want I know I know what she can do, 
I know what mm-hmm. her word can do. I know how many mothers she can reach. I know how many people that she's going to be able to change their mindset or just to give them hope to. So I'm just going to make her feel like anytime <laughs> she's working for the Lord, something's mm-hmm. going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I definitely, I'm, I'm so happy that you bought your, oh, um, share what the name of your podcast again um, for anyone oh, that wants to listen and hop on. Oh, it's called Shine and Bright Within Podcast. Um, it's on Anchor FM right now. And I do record once a month right now. Um, right now, as I, you know, I'll eventually get back to my twice a month. But right now I'm doing once a month. So I air every first Monday of the month at 9 a.m. Um, I am also, you know, uh, God has been telling me I got to kind of step out of that and go live. So We'll see what's going to happen mm. next, but yes, yes, <laughs> we'll see what's next, you know. But that's where that's where I'm at right now. So if anyone wants to tune in, please do. I mean, I have a lot on there about uh, when I first came back on the mic. I did my first episode called "Pressing Through the Pain," and I talked about the loss of my child and how I uh, got to where I where I am today. Um, mm. So it, it, you know, I use it as my platform. So. Make Thank sure you. you when you're um anchored that it's being distributed to other um platforms also because I know I can get it on Spotify. So yeah, just like make Spotify. sure yeah, Spotify. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. make sure like whenever you're on um anchor and you're recording that it's um that is pushing it out to or maybe you can check and see if it's pushing it out to like iHeart and um Google and um Apple because a lot of people have those apps already on their phone. So if they can already yeah. have it on their phone, they can, you know, look up your stuff. So just make sure that it's pushing it out to those. Um, cause I, cause I listen on Spotify, but I think it's, it, it might be in other ones too. Cause Anchor usually st- distributes them after a while. Yeah. Um, yes. And I definitely feel like you should go live. So whenever you go live, <laughs> um, I'm yeah. going to be supporting and, and, and Thank looking, you. um, um as you go live um but if there's nothing else uh i appreciate you for coming on and thank you so much for sharing your story yes yes um and yeah did you have any other words i don't just you know keep your head up keep your head up keep looking to the sky thank Thank you. you i appreciate you all right. Well, you have a good night and you. love you. Ya. Talk love to you too. later. See ya. All right. Bye. Bye. So that concludes today's episode of Mommy, Wifing, and Queening. Remember, you can follow me on Instagram at the Alicia Shaw, as well as like my Facebook page, the Alicia Shaw. And don't forget to check out my blog at www.aliciashavon.com. That's www.aleshashevon.com, where you're able to get a glimpse of my life and thoughts, as well as purchase books. I have co-authors and shirts I have available as well. I pray that you enjoyed today's episode. Until next time, y'all, I'm out.